so hello and welcome to the first podcast of alr where i talk about news you may or may not have heard of and what it could mean for the long run and the short run and take perspectives of everything in an unbiased manner i'm gonna have to bolden and underline and italicize the um, unbiased part because i don't want people accusing me of siding with one opinion over the other so initially i'm gonna be alone i'm just gonna talk about the topic myself but over time i could be introducing people every now and then for my podcast episodes which will be out every friday so first up we are gonna go with um joe biden's decision to nominate kamala harris as the vice president or nominated her for the vice president's post of the united states what i think this could mean is that it could probably boost joe biden's chances of winning because i think um the in the indian american community uh, in the united states is i think the third biggest world bank over there i think they've got a lot of people there that's it's the third biggest community and um he's already made a big move over there so that's um that's that's really got threaten trump's position and if i scroll down a little bit i can see that uh trump has also announced his decision to relax the h1b and the l1 travel visas the ban which he had imposed so there is a big competition for this year's presidential race um, cuz if you remember uh president trump had initially banned h1b visas and the l1 he actually started this off uh, way back in 2016 2017 um where he um increased um or decrease the chances of any um, Indian getting a H1B visa so th- and Joe Biden promised to revoke the ban so this could mean a really big move uh, because this will bring the Indian American community back on top because um uh, Donald Trump's possibly uh, um policy of make America great again hasn't really stuck up for um, himself because there are a lot of people saying he could this could threaten his position and i'm not sure how true this is considering i'm not i, I don't even live in the region but um this could be a very interesting move um and what could it mean for um the indian american community coming uh next to three years um i think it could mean um a better opportunity for indians to move to america um it could mean more opportunities and jobs um which could be which could be close to um obama levels so there there could be a, and maybe even um probably the decrease or maybe even the um um the rejection of the wall which uh, trump wanted to build so it it could mean a lot of things so we got to just wait and watch until what happens but this is what i can um uh, speculate um uh, you know joe biden probably having a bigger edge over trump um indian american community going to be put first 
because of an Indian American um, vice president and um, yeah that's pretty much our first uh, topic and moving forward from the United States to the um, um, the Muslim world um, Saudi Arabia stops oil supply on deferred payments to Pakistan following threats to split OIC okay um, so if you guys don't know um, off late there has been a recent um, uh, there's there's been a little bit of spar between the Pakistanis and the Saudis. Um, they have not been on really good terms of late because of apparently um, it's because of Pakistan's um, push to inter uh, to bring uh, the Kashmir issue. Uh, it's a very sensitive issue. I'm not going to talk about it, but it's to bring the Kashmir issue on an international level and. Even during um, meetings where um, all the um, Muslim countries had met up in Malaysia, if I'm not wrong, I think last year, um, I think Pakistan wanted to push for the interna internationalization of the Kashmir issue. And it seems like it's kind of backfired because um, Malaysia, which has been a really big uh, supporter of uh, Pakistan hasn't really um, you know really talked about anything and um, Saudi Arabia was a really good ally to the Pakistanis um, they actually lent them a billion dollars in loan I think I did more than that but uh, as far as I remember it must be a billion or it could be even three billion I'm not really sure about the numbers but uh, Saudi Arabia has demanded um, it's demanded for the repayment of its loan um, which is about a billion dollars and apparently China backed them on that and uh, paid uh, paid back the billion dollar loan on behalf of Pakistan and it seems like China's got Pakistan's back and now they have closed the tap the oil tap on Pakistan so this could mean a lot of things this could mean a tumble down on Pakistan's economy um, it, it's really getting intense it could mean a bigger hold on um you know uh, on pakistan from china's point of view because they've already um put pakistan on debt um because of the um, cpec the china pakistan economic corridor and it it could really um change the way pakistan could be functioning because Pakistan still is in the gray list um, because of housing in number of terrorists and this so there are a lot of things which may have met may have um, angered the Arab world and, uh, unsurprisingly they aren't going to be really happy with their um, you know with Pakistan's decision to um, internationalize the Kashmir issue so I think they just want to make sure that it's an internal matter and not something to be um, internationalized it's, it's an internal matter between India and Pakistan coming from South Asia and the um, Middle East uh, we now head to um, Eurasia specifically Russia now Russia claims they have COVID-19 vaccine ready so um, 
and a lot of uh, health experts have actually questioned this vaccine uh, because it's there are supposed to be a lot of phases of testing and uh, uh, health experts feel that um, Russia may have not uh, completed all those phases and also um, and one more thing uh, before I continue um, uh, Vladimir Putin has also uh, tested the vaccine on his own daughter I think as a move to say that the vaccine is something that could we, we don't know yet um, because it's still it's n still not made uh, as far as I know I don't think it's um, still a vaccine which has been imported to other countries or you know lent it to other countries so um, it's good still there's still a lot of questions raised you know it, it, does the vaccine actually work um, and if it does um, uh, what are the strings tied is Russia gonna have any strings tied um, and uh, how did Russia develop a vaccine this fast while well, other countries are still struggling with this decision so there are a lot of things which um, which uh, people don't have the answers for because a lot of vaccines are still in the second phase or the first phase um, of um, testing they really even haven't gone to the third phase yet a majority of them and if this vaccine has already been released to the public then um, could probably uh, start seeing normal life uh, pretty soon right um, I really didn't think I would cover uh, so many topics sorry been 10 minutes now and I already covered three topics but now we're gonna move from um, from politics into technology and uh, there have been leaks of the iPhone 12 and um, I'm gonna see what this is uh, this is something new I'm actually seeing right now and um, yeah, so this website is called tomsguide.com and um, so the first thing that they're adding here is the uh, 5G um, capability so that's already a big upgrade I don't think the iPhone 11 even had that and obviously it comes with the iOS 14 so that's also another it's going to be another plus and um, what else is it um, featuring? I'm still skimming through the um, article. Um, it says, "Oh, it could be. Oh, this is this is interesting. Um, the price of the iPhone could be as low as six forty-nine. This is something really interesting, and it could be even compact. It could be five point four inches. Um, this is as per Tomsky.com." Um, but this is very interesting. A six forty nine dollar phone with um, wow! I still gotta see the specs of this. Um, this is this is really interesting. It's got a, a LIDAR. I don't know what that is, but it seems like a pretty good. Okay, okay, okay. Um, it's, it'll have a it'll have a triple camera, um, a hundred and twenty hertz display. Of new fine nanometer chip that could be 30% more efficient than the A30. Um, that is the um, A30 Bionic chip by Apple, and which means a better battery life, a uh, um, better uh, you know better display, and um, this could come out in October, November, and that's what um, this website reports. And um, this is a big move, considering um, they just recently released the uh, iPhone SE for um, 
for $3.99 and this was a couple of months ago probably I'm not I don't really remember that well but I think I think it's a couple of months ago and um, this means I don't know what this means but could this mean a shift of Apple into the um, the budget market because $6.49 is not is much cheaper than what their iPhones usually go for their their iPhones are usually for something above thousand dollars plus thousand one hundred dollars plus and six million that's a f that's close to half of the cost of what they could probably be selling um the, of course these are all unofficial reports this could change in the coming two three months um it could still be a thousand dollar plus phone but if this is um, something in the in the seven hundred dollar range. Um, this could actually be a game changer because you gotta remember, um, OnePlus the OnePlus Eight phone was I think something around um eight forty nine dollars or something in the eight hundred dollar range, eight hundred nine hundred dollar range. Um, they have slowly kind of gone from um the, to the from the middle the lower middle um budget market to the to the uh, lower to the higher. Okay, uh, okay, the category is a little um messed up here but yeah i think you get the point they've gone from 400 to 800 that is uh one plus and to kind of come down to kind of grab more of the market and also considering the economic crisis where people may not really want to buy a phone this could could be a well strategized move so if this happens i i, I don't know this could actually change Apple's um, fortunes maybe and um, you gotta remember there are a lot of other price sensitive markets all around the world and if you remember Foxconn is also trying to shift their um, factory from China to India and um, they've invested a lot of money in that and it, in fact recently they've also started manufacturing a few iPhone 12s over there as well they're at the moment they're only manufacturing iPhone 8s and iPhone SEs and they've now started with the iPhone 12s so so this could this, this could mean a lot of things so yeah let's let's see what uh, it means in the future and moving forward from uh, Apple to um, that is from smartphones to televisions Xiaomi could have the world's first mass-produced transparent TV um this is uh, this is yesterday um Okay, this is by uh, DSM Arena, and um, oh, a transparent TV. That's gonna that's gonna look neat. Um, so as I as I read the article, uh, the specs say um, could have something of a contrast ratio of fifty one hundred fifty thousand to one with a ten bit color. And 93% coverage of a DCI P3. Okay, that's that's a really good. Um, okay, th those are really good specs for a television. Um, and it could have a refresh rate of 120 hertz. And also, it could offer 120 hertz MEMC motion interpolation. So now this, it seems. Uh, of course, you gotta remember, Xiaomi is also um, a budget company. Um, this this um it looks like Xiaomi is really starting to up their game in the digital market. Um, 
and the and the TV is called Me TV Lux OLED transparent edition and it could even have a custom MediaTek of 9650 chipset with Xiaomi's AI Master Smart Engine image processing that offers over 20 optimization algorithms and dedicated optimization for five major use scenarios. Okay, so there's a lot being packed into uh, this um, this uh, television. So this this is this is a lot, and it has Dolby Atmos. It has Dolby Atmos as well. So this is no joke. Uh, this is 5.7 millimeters thick. Uh, this is that's really thin as well. Um, it's an OLED display. It's um. It's got 120 hertz of refresh rate, a 15,000 to 1 contrast ratio, 93% coverage of a DCI-P3. Um, uh, okay, so they're talking big on these specs. Um, now, there's no price mentioned. Um, oh wait, there is something here. Oh, this isn't really budget. This TV could be going for uh, you uh, as per uh, GSM Arena again for seventy two thousand I mean okay seven thousand two hundred dollars I'm sorry I added an extra zero it's seven thousand two hundred dollars approximately um, and it could first first it will go to sale in China on the 16th of August um, which is probably um, as of recording um, that's the 13th of August um, it could be uh, probably um, three days, yeah, uh, three three days away from now. Um, so yeah, this could mean a lot of things. Um, so of course, this means that Xiaomi is actually going into the luxury market because remember, this is seven thousand two hundred dollars. This is not something cheap. This is not a four hundred dollar TV or three hundred dollar TV. This is seven thousand two hundred. This is a luxury product, so um, looks like Xiaomi seems to uh, seem maybe wants to now capture the entire market. So initially, maybe their plan would have been to capture the budget market, but now could be the entire market. Um, so yeah, I think this could be a very um, very very. Uh, Let's see. We gotta wait and watch for this kind of move because Xiaomi is known as a budget um, company, a company for the budget for the people with the budget. And um, yeah, so we don't know how this could fare out as a luxury product. So yeah. All right. Um. So now I'm gonna go into sports, and uh, first we're gonna go with the um, NBA. I'm gonna just talk about a few topics here and there. It's gonna be a brief thing because the sports is a very vast field. I've got a lot to talk about. And the first thing is that uh, Yanis has been suspended for one game for headbutting Mo Wagner. Wagner. Okay, I'm gonna just call, call him Mo. I don't know how his um, name is spelled. So yeah, that's one thing. That's gonna be a really bad thing for um, um, for the Bucks. That is Milwaukee Bucks. And um, Russell Westbrook is out of the next match against the Philadelphia 76ers, if I got the team right, um, because of an MIR scan which reveals that his right quadriceps, quadriceps has 
there's a he has a right quadricep strain so um, that's another um, piece of information which is going to be another drawback for the Houston Rockets and uh, what else what else do we what have we got um, so I think this was uh, okay um, so the, um, e okay the Pacers have beat the Rockets uh, I think that was yesterday um, that is 12th of August um, so the Pacers have beat the Rockets by uh, four points so that's another thing so which means uh, maybe the absence of uh, Russell Westbrook could have been uh, a cause of this because uh, Russell Westbrook and James Harden make up a, a big um, part of the Houston Rockets and um, next what's next I think that's mm, I think that's all mm, that's about it um, I'm just going brief over uh, everything I'm not really going to go um, uh, you know into the details of anything as such um, then what else have you got um, yeah, I'm just looking I think we can go to the United Kingdom next for sports I'm actually in the US and the US server for sports now I'm good it's gonna go hop countries um, just looking for the United Kingdom so that gives a brief idea about Europe European region um, uh, what's next um, so okay we're gonna talk about the um, Champions League um, so um, for all those football fans around there uh, PSG has uh, one against uh, okay no this, okay okay the screen got covered um, uh, okay so yeah a uh, PSG has won against uh, Atlanta 2-1 um, um, that is uh, a PSG is 2 and 88 is 1 so if that's anything for your football fans uh, there you have it um, what else do we have um, other than this um, yeah, and apparently they are late goals. Um, they're I think last minute goals, both of them. And um, what else do we have? Um, I think that's about it. I think that's probably one of the popular games up there. And now we move up into the. Uh, okay, now we go into cricket. Um, so we have the. Okay, so apparently the second test between England and Pakistan is gonna happen today. Um, so just stay tuned. Okay, so that's 13th of August. But so by the time you hear this, you might have already seen something. What else do we have? Uh, okay, so there could be a three-test series between Sri Lanka and Bangladesh on the 24th of October. It could start on the 24th of October, and um, there could be. Okay, and Thar talks about the T20 World Cup. Um, that is the 2021 T20 World Cup uh, to be held in India and Sri Lanka and the United Arab Emirates could be the backup and um, another um, interesting um, article is that the IPL could be held um, in the UAE starting uh, 19th of September and could end right around the 10th of November that's what I'm seeing over here and um, same eight teams, nothing changes. Um, it's gonna be a, um, a, a, a um, what do you say? A bio, a, like 
It's going to be a close-up atmosphere, no fans, nothing. Uh, it's just going to be the players and just the travel. Uh, could be in resorts, so that's another thing. Um, what else do we have? Um, I think that's about it. Um, I think that's all that we have in sports. There's actually a lot to cover, so I could even prob probably make a separate podcast for sports. Because sports in itself is uh, a huge thing. And I um, think, yeah, that's about it in sports. And um, that's all that it, there is for this uh, podcast where I covered about all the uh, important piece of news um, for this week. And, um, and also, don't forget to uh, follow this podcast for uh, weekly updates on news and what could mean and what it could infer for the future, for the short term, for the long term. And uh, I think as we go forward, we could talk about more topics like these. And um, I'll see you guys in the next one. Catch me next Friday for the second episode of this podcast. I'll see you guys in the next one.